Hi, it's Tap Warner. Thanks for tuning in to the For Your Success podcast, an inspirational program about creating the lifestyle and legacy impact you want to have. Your host today is a Christian author, speaker, business coach, and program development expert who will help you design, grow, and delight in doing business as worship, because that is true success. And now, here's my lovely wife, Katie Horner. Hi, welcome back to the For Your Success podcast. I'm really excited about the show today. You guys just don't understand what chocolate does for my life. And we have our special guest today is all about chocolate. And I can't wait for you to meet her and hear about what she's doing for humans in the world of chocolate and because of chocolate and with chocolate. And it's just amazing. So our guest today is actually a veterinary doctor, someone who has Actually, I said, what kind of vet? The one that works with animals? She says, yes, an animal veterinary doctor whose love of chocolate has overtaken that passion. And now she is actually traveling the world. She's in Germany today doing this interview with us and sharing her love of chocolate. And so, uh, Marie Schlem, I am so excited to have you with us on the show. Welcome. So am I. Thank you so much, Katie, for having me here. This is really exciting. So tell me, how does a veterinary doctor turn into this chocolate connoisseur or expert over here? That is a very long question or answer, actually. But to put it relatively shortly, do you remember the movie Chocolat in, was about 2000 with, I don't know if you guys have seen it over there, but a lot of people in the States have seen it as well. A movie Chocolat with Juliette Binoche and Johnny Depp. Okay. That just is so fascinating. And everybody, she just turns a whole village upside down and inside out. Everything with chocolate and through chocolate. And everybody goes through special transformation. And that movie did it for me, especially at the end. She serves a chocolate dinner with chocolate sauce to her friends. And I was like, what? I want that. That was 2000. (laughs) I was in the UK. Nobody there had ever heard of a chicken mole like you guys have it. So it was like a whole new thing. And I wanted to have that. And that was actually my starter. And then I lost a child in 2004. And then chocolate was my therapy, literally. So that was my then kickoff too, because I needed to do something eventually. I was sort of hiding away. And then Eventually, I was ready to come out of my shell, and um, chocolate did it. And I started making these truffly things, totally not well-tempered, but the taste was so amazing that a friend of mine, she, <laughs> no, honestly, it was, I just made them different, you know, and because I don't like overly sweet stuff. I like real, fresh, authentic stuff, and that's how I made them straight from the start, without really knowing how special that was. And then a friend of mine who was organizing a fundraiser for a school, she asked me, say, can you not make something for a fundraiser as a last minute entry? Then I made two chocolate boxes out of chocolate as well, one square one and one sort of rectangular one. And the bigger one, I think that was 21 truffles in a chocolate box out of chocolate that was auctioned off for $210. It was like, whoa, (laughs) that was my start. There we go. That's awesome. So truffles in a box of chocolate, literally. Yeah. And and here we are. And so now, all these years later, this has turned into a business and courses and 
you're traveling the world as you launch this program on chocolate. So tell us yeah. about the program that you have going on right now. Well, now I'm doing a smaller version of the big program and I'm concentrating on chocolates, just how to make amazing, awesome, fresh, filled chocolates, truffles, pralines with not much special equipment, actually no special equipment. Some scales would be good, <laughs> I realize. But otherwise, it's with stuff that you have in your kitchens. And you can make absolutely professionally looking chocolates with what you have in your kitchen. I mean, I'm here. I always say I'm here in the van. <laughs> and if I can do it here, anybody can do it at home in their kitchen. And so it's a six-week program. And we go through tempering in a lot of depth and just everything for chocolate making that is necessary to make awesome Christmas presents. Love it. Love it. And what, what's your favorite thing about teaching that kind of a class? It's not just about the techniques. I find chocolate has something really, well, so many special things. So many people just see it as a sweet and it's not for me because I don't like overly sweet stuff anyway. It's something really healthy. It's mood enhancing. You do something with your hands and that is already happiness bringing because you just may create something with your hands. There's a direct connection there. And then chocolate involves so many senses. And then I also bring consciousness about the chocolate because most chocolate that you buy is absolutely horrific in terms of how it's being produced because there's still nowadays about 2.56 million children working in the chocolate trade. It's absolutely awful. And with the chocolate, that how I talk about it and how I teach it and how I open it to people, it's, it's more eye-opening and really making a difference as well. Working with chocolate, for example, taught me a heck of a lot. Like I also used to be very impatient. I still find meditation difficult. With chocolate, I can do it because working with chocolate is just brings me so much back to myself and just being in the present, being in that moment. Because with chocolate, you just have to surrender. As long as you obey to chocolate laws, you can do anything with chocolate. But if you want to rush it, chocolate just says, no way, no, you do it my way. That's what I just find fascinating and awesome about it. I can smell the chocolate right now. Like... <laughs> I can I can smell it all the way from your camper van, which I think is amazing that you, you know, teach it and and live it from from that saying, if I can do it from here, anyone can do yeah. it. That's immediate authority right there when we talk about authority with our marketing, right? Absolutely. This is how easy it is, right? If I if I can do it from here, you can do it from your fully equipped kitchen. And Things don't have to be complicated. You can always simplify it. And I love simplifying. Absolutely. Simple is superior is what we say yeah. in our program. So that's awesome. So what's been one of the challenges? Like we think, oh, she's selling a course on how to make chocolate. Surely there's no resistance. And yet I know that there are always challenges when we try to launch things or put things out there. Yeah. What are some of the things that you've come up against that have been something you've had to overcome? Well, I'm still very much at the beginning. I'm finding my people still. And finding, because I come so from a non-marketing background. <laughs> For example, I never wanted to be a teacher. And what am I doing now, right? I'm teaching. 
<laughs> vets like somebody said vets do marketing as well but in Europe you're not allowed to do much marketing at all and I've always worked for other people I never had my own practice so I just not marketing don't talk marketing speech and that was a huge learning curve to learn to talk to my people and still being and actually also finding my marketing authenticity that's been a huge challenge and tech Absolutely. But that's the personal challenges. But I'm getting much better at that one. To teach, it doesn't take long. Often initially, people just think it's too complicated. How can I do it at home? But it doesn't take long for them to realize, actually, it is very simple and I can do it. And then to see that, you know, the ganache doesn't even get a chance to get coated because it's being gobbled up straight away. <laughs> it's just fantastic. <laughs> but yeah, it's a sort of more my challenges that you want to know. It is tricky sometimes to set things up here because I just have to move things about, but it works. I love that you haven't let it stop you and that you've continued to press forward and, and show folks yeah. um, how possible it is and how much enjoyment that can come from it. And I think that's the case whether you're teaching a knowledge or a skill. You know, a lot of people think, Online courses are just for knowledge. It's just to to mm. learn information, right? But what you're doing is not only the information, but it's actually the skill part of it. Yeah. And it is possible to transmit that Absolutely. skill through a, a digital program. And I think even, even more, because what one student just recently said, wow, it's like you're in my kitchen. And she was in Colorado and I was in Germany. <laughs> and... Although she doesn't have the kitchen full of cameras everywhere, it is possible for me to assess, okay, no, that's too liquid. You need to do this. And no, this is not tempered. You need to do this. It's fascinating how well that works. And just to bring that closer to people. And yeah, yeah. it's great. Love it. And you've, you've launched a couple of times now. You've had a couple of classes go through this chocolate conscious course Tell us a little bit about what you would do differently the next time you launch. What have you learned that will make this better? The shopping list and the equipment list or launch-wise. Launch-wise, I need to be more prepared. Like the last few times, I wasn't prepared well enough. I'm doing live webinar launches because I also want people just to see, okay, do I get along with this person as a teacher when I see her live? And I think I come across better live than through video. <laughs> so anyway, I'm doing live launches. And last time I had everything really, really well prepared up until and including the webinar, except I hadn't practiced the webinar mm -hmm. well enough. But all the emails after the webinar were quite abysmal. <laughs> and just, you know, tried to, in Germany, we have that saying, you shake it out of your sleeve. Like you're trying to do this and just make it up as you go along, but it doesn't really work that well. So that's definitely going to be more prepared. And the warm-up period beforehand, that was not well enough prepared. So those are the main things that I'll focus on this time and practicing my webinar a bit better. I think it is important to have that live interaction and, and the video aspect because we know at least teachers and educators know that it's as much the experience as it is the information or the skill passing on. 
our brains can't learn if we don't feel safe. And so learning to know you and trust you through those videos, whether it's in the warm-up or in the actual classes, improves that sense of safety and security that allows my brain (laughs) to be like, okay, this is a safe place. I can learn this, right? Because if we're anxious or if we're scared or if we're doubtful, that learning doesn't happen or doesn't happen to the capacity that it could. And so I think that's, that's really important. Yeah. Or if it just doesn't click, you know, sometimes there might be clashing personalities and then forget the teaching. It doesn't work. (laughs) Unless you teach maybe some self-development, then a clashing personality might be really good, which chocolate could contribute to as well. But in a way that teacher student relationship needs to be okay as well, doesn't it? Right. Anything else you'd like to leave our guests with today? Any last little tidbits of wisdom about launching a course and maybe even specifically around launching a food course? Um, food is absolutely possible. But what I realized, one of the first things that happened actually before I even started properly launching, I had in my head, you know, once I'm settled, I want to give something back and find a charity. And then that charity found me, but straight away. And that is just awesome to have something in the background, even if it's straight from the beginning, we're always a percentage. And now it's a cocoa farmer who has been doing a lot for ethical chocolate and getting rid of child slavery in his starting in his community. He's in Ghana And to have something powerful like that in the background, and we are starting to do so many things together as well, it's just awesome. So anything straight from the word go and find something bigger, because whatever you do, there is something bigger behind it. This is not just about chocolate. This is about what chocolate can do to change and to make the world a better place. It's not just about the sweetness. It's it's about something much bigger than that. With launching... It's just go for it. Just do it. No matter how scrappy it is, how improvised it is. And I'm learning that now as well. I'm in this community where I get a coach debrief as well after a launch. It doesn't matter. My aim now is to have two, three debriefs. Well, ideally three, four debriefs a year. Because with every debrief, I learn so much more with speaking to a coach, directly to a coach. I learn so much more than just going through the steps of the course. It's just amazing. And just go for it. It really doesn't matter how scrappy. When I look back at my first videos, it's like, oh, my God, really? Okay, fine. It's fine. And we get better as we do it. and launching is part of it. That's about it. Go for it. (laughs) Yes. Fabulous advice. Find something that can go beyond what you teach and make an impact in the world. And certainly there is uh, a lot of good to be said for what is happening in Ghana in the, the cocoa fields because of the work that Marie is doing with her chocolate courses. And so I want to encourage you all to check that out over at thetowofchocolate.com, and we will have all of her information for you in the show notes. Thank you so much, Marie, for for being with us today and um, encourage you to connect with her and find out about the next launch of her chocolate program. Also want to encourage you, if you want to be one of those who gets a debrief on the courses that you are creating and putting out into the world, check out the show notes for information on our Master Teacher Accelerator program, where we're helping you launch your program or high ticket offer in the next 90 days. 
We'll see you next time. Your message matters. So I'm Katie Horner of handprintlegacy.com, obsessed with helping faith-based entrepreneurs design, grow, and delight in the business that affords you the lifestyle and legacy impact you want to have. It's been my honor today to host you on the For Your Success podcast, and I do hope you'll scroll down wherever you're hearing this and leave me a comment or review. You can get all of today's links and show notes over at foryoursuccesspodcast.com. And until next time, remember, my friend, your message matters. You've been so caught up in figuring out how to market your business the quote right way, you found yourself overwhelmed and your dream a little muddied. What if a simple mindset reset could help you realign your vision, refine your expectations, and revive that dream for your business? I'm Katie Horner, author of The Flamingo Advantage, and for two decades, I've been teaching business owners just like you how to make your business and marketing decisions with faith, with clarity, and with purpose, empowering God's people to live out their best worship through the business. My framework teaches how to realign your mindset and your business practices with God's Word so that you no longer operate in fear or lack of criticism, but in confidence and powerful intention. I'd love to invite you to grab a free copy of my book, Just Pay Shipping, at freeflamingobook.com. You, my friend, have an advantage, and your uniqueness helps you live out God's purpose for you in the world. freeflamingobook.com.